0: Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air, broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. Greg
1: Matthews at spring training. Debbie Lazick is here, and Adam Roberts is producing the show. So all day today, we had WTMJ conversations, long format conversations. With newsmakers from throughout our area, Steve Scafidi talked to Governor Tony Evers early this morning to get things rolling.
2: Well, I think the concept of more civility is—I um, don't say taking hold. Is but it a concept or is it a real thing? I think it's—I think it's a real thing, but it is. Um, I think there's less hard feelings, and uh, uh, yeah, that's—I don't know how to explain it, but you know, we're, like. I am meeting occasionally with the leadership. And, I love that and uh, having conversations with them. And uh, I think the back and forth, even outside of uh, those meetings, I think is you know, reasonable. So you know, is it going to always be that way on every issue? Absolutely not. But um, that's a little, that's different. And, and frankly, the other big difference, the, the big thing in the in the back back of the thing is the. We've got a huge surplus. And so well, I'm going to get to that one in a second. <laughs> yeah.
0: because I, I, I hear from a lot of folks who have strong opinions of what we should do with that. We'll, we'll yeah. get into that. So I, I spent a lot of time this week talking about divided government. Yeah, I'm of the mind that Wisconsinites kind of like divided government. We have a U.S. senator, very liberal senator, very yeah. conservative senator. Mm-hmm. We obviously had a big election.
2: Right.
0: You're sitting in that governor's office. Right. Legislature, very Republican, very
2: conservative. Do do you agree that this is a state that I think kind of likes divided government? Yeah, it's it's purple. It's purple for is for a reason, and that's and that's the the how it how it plays out in elections. So yeah, I think I think they do, and it's just it's the nature of Wisconsin. And uh, you know, I suppose at some point in time they will be all Republicans and all you know, or all Democrats. But at the end of the day, I anticipate we'll. Continue to be a purple state. Do you
0: think what happened in the last elections has led to that civility you started talking about?
2: I yes, yeah, I do. I think uh, I think the Republicans were hoping uh, against hope that uh, I'd be defeated. They have a Republican; they can do anything they want, and uh, and so they. I think they understand that the veto still happens in, in the state of Wisconsin at this point in time, and uh, yeah, I think. You know, I think they're hoping that uh, they would they would win the governor's chair.
0: I know you talked about it in your state of the state the the condition of the states, all factors. When you talk about crime, education, budgeting, mm-hmm. good. Where are we at? Give me a give me a, a number or, a, or an well, idea we're at.
2: I'd say economically, we're good. You know, seven billion dollar surplus is the best we've ever had in our in our history and. Uh, where this this particular budget, we're actually uh, paying for things instead of borrowing uh, for things, uh, and building projects and and so on. So I think overall we're good. But you know, you talk about some specific thing. You know, I'll, I'll use something that you didn't bring up, and that's broadband. We have to get it done. We have to get it done. It's like electricity. Uh, our businesses count on it, and our our people count on it.
0: Access so, you're talking about, yeah, ability yeah. for some people, especially in rural areas, to yeah. have access to. Broadband.
2: Access and you know affordability for people who can't afford it. It it is like electricity. So we we need to we need to finish we need to finish that work, and uh, and I would say our schools uh, certainly are uh, you know need some more resources, and you know using mental health as an issue. It's I I'm hopeful that my a pronouncement of um, year of mental health is uh, is seen as a clarion a cry to get uh, get people help. I mean, the the, the numbers are uh, dramatically horrible, especially young people. Yeah, absolutely.
1: That is Mayor, uh, excuse me, Governor Tony Evers on with Steve Scafidi. It's four fourteen at WTMJ. Up next, very interesting conversation with Mayor Cavalier Johnson and his wife. Something I'm sure you probably didn't know. That's straight ahead. If you'd like to hear the replay of any of our WTMJ conversations, you can text the word WTMJ to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. It's
3: been some very interesting conversations today, ranging from Governor Evers. And then later this morning, I got a chance to sit down with Steve Scafidi and Mayor Cavalier Johnson and the mayor's wife, Dominique Johnson. And she'll start this portion of the conversation out uh, with what should be done to keep kids safe in Milwaukee.
4: I can only speak for myself because I'm raising my children, um, our children. (laughs) (laughs) So um, for me, I try to be as open and honest with my children as possible. Uh, That's the first step because I cannot shield them from everything in the world. Um, Unfortunately, crime is a part of our reality, not just only in this city, but globally. Crime will happen at some point in time. They might witness a crime or see crime on the news. I can't shield them from that. What I can do is teach them the realities of living in this world and that things are not always black and white, that things are gray, and how to be a person of character and do the right thing. But um, I also try to tell them, you know, make sure that you're around people who have similar character as you. That, you know, if you do see something wrong, to say something, because that's the only way we're going to help crime, help your friends, help the people in need. But also, if you see something, say something.
3: And we were talking earlier about partnering with people, and obviously we're seeing a lot of crime with youth. Mm -hmm. And I have to think that it was one of the most important issues to tackle when you became mayor. Mm -hmm. And I was aware that you started a community program Mm -hmm. last year called Camp Rise. And you talk about partnerships in the community with Employee Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. Milwaukee Public Schools, and also Governor Evers. Mm -hmm. Can you describe that program?
5: yeah certainly um and I think uh, Dominique's answer was uh, was great because you know we all live in this community we all live you know in this world and uh, you know there are things that unfortunately uh, happen out there we- we've got to do uh, our part to make sure that we are setting folks up especially our kids uh, to be productive contributing members to society and that's what Camp rise is all about um, last summer, or before the summer began actually uh, I was watching uh, the local news and uh, one of the partners, you mentioned Governor Evers, Milwaukee Public Schools, and Milwaukee, myself, uh, one of the partners here was uh, Earl Ingram um, and so he is with this organization called Voices of the Elders he's seniors in the community that really want to go out and make a difference and he did a, uh, he went to a school and there was a, a camera with him and he asked questions uh, about you know how many you know young people in that classroom had seen, witnessed violence, been in a stolen car you know any you know things along that, those lines and every single young man raised their hand and these are you know young men of color and i said you know i, I cannot have another summer where we do not engage these kids and so uh it was a saturday i was out doing mayoral uh, stuff uh in the meantime and in between those events i called earl uh ingram uh i said i called uh uh, Shaitania Brown, who leads in Plymouth, Milwaukee. Uh, I reached out to Dr. Posley at Milwaukee Public Schools. I reached out to the governor, and we put this program together uh, to make sure that we're reaching out to kids who are as young as the age of ten, where you know the, the Kia boys try to recruit them to go steal cars. I wanted to have a program where we reached out to those kids and provided an alternative uh, opportunity for those for those young people to have a different path forward, to have exposures to things outside of their neighborhoods if bad things are happening in their neighborhoods, to uh, pair them with caring adult mentors. Mentorship was important to me growing up uh, in YMCA programs that I participated in when I was a kid uh, and having the opportunity to put some money in their pocket and do it the the, the honest way, the right way. Honest days work for honest days wage. Um, And we were able to serve last year 200 boys, 200 young men of color in Milwaukee, uh, taking them out of the fold of being recruited to the Kia boys and putting them on a better path forward, which is good for them uh, and good for uh, their future and work. Uh, it's a They would be a feeder to our Earn and Learn uh, Summer Youth Jobs program that's been longstanding in Milwaukee. But it's also a public safety program as well, right? You're taking those kids out of the mix to do something bad.
3: Do you feel that was a good, successful project and one that will
5: continue? I do. I do. As a matter of fact, uh, we're working um, right now all of those, those those partners to keep the program going uh, this year. You now, there's fundraising that's involved in that. You got to pay the kids. You know, you so that's not free, but it's something that I think is really, really important. And whenever I leave this office at whatever point, um, at, when I look back at what I have done. That's going to be one of the things I'm most proud of.
3: Congratulations belatedly on being one of Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 under 40. Thank and
5: you. I thought un- he was older than that. Just oh, look at <laughs>
3: you doing the, the trash talk already. Uh, but one of the things that we certainly learned uh, during a feature on you is that you are a huge fan of Batman.
5: I am. I am.
0: <laughs> What's that about?
5: Uh, I, I've been a Batman fan since I was five years old. Um and so it kind of hit me a little hard uh, a few months ago when Kevin Conroy, who was the voice of Batman in the animated series when I was a kid, passed away. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been a Batman fan, like I said, since since five. Um, this started because I was, at the time, I was like you know sort of the runt of the litter. Um, so my, I got an older brother and older cousins, and they would all go and hang out and stuff like that. And they would leave me behind because um, I was young or they didn't want me to tell on the things that they were doing. Um, and fortunately, I didn't hang out with them because I probably would have gotten in, into a lot of trouble. Um, but... When I looked for somebody or something to like latch on to, somebody who was like me, it was Batman. He was like he was alone, I was alone. He was brooding, I was brooding because they didn't, you know, allow me to hang out with them. You know, so like we just kind of, you know, he was in a in a dark cave, I was in a dark room playing video games by myself. So I just kind of uh, got together with Batman and uh, uh, had a relationship ever since. We know you love Batman. Mm-hmm. I got a bigger question
3: for you. Who's your favorite professional wrestler?
5: Oh, uh, well of all time, yeah, uh, yeah. Who's the goat? Uh, the, the, the goat uh, of all time, my favorite professional wrestler, is none other than the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Uh, uh, he is just an incredible, incredible performer. He's like Michael Jordan of wrestling, in my opinion. Did you go to the events? Because when I was a kid, we went to
0: like the arena at the time and watched like
5: Blackjack Lanza, and mm-hmm. Crusher. You'd you go to those things, you know? So. come
4: on in Dominique Dominique has opinions (laughs) I go with
5: (laughs) I I brought her into it so I actually got my first believe it or not I got my first job at the YMCA here the YMCA that was here in in the Grand Avenue former Grand Avenue um, to make enough money so that my best friend and I could go to WWE shows in Milwaukee. That's that's how I got into the workforce, is because I wanted to go to wrestling shows. Um, so, so yeah, I go to the shows. I still go to the shows now. I'm a, a big fan. And I'm working with WWE now to not just bring their, um, you know, the, the weekly televised shows, but even the, some of their bigger shows that draw thousands of people across the country to a city for, you know, one of their larger pay-per-view events. So I'm in conversations, because Milwaukee Milwaukee as well, with uh, WWE on that.
3: How fun. Milwaukee yeah. loves wrestling. And then, so, Dominique, you're going, who's your favorite pro wrestler?
4: Of all time or currently on the roster? <laughs> <laughs> you pick. Look at her. Um, Let's see. My Well, my favorite wrestler on the roster is Seth Rollins.
1: <laughs>
4: uh, my favorite wrestler of all time, Triple H. There you go. Oh.
1: Great conversation. If you want to hear more of it, it's very easy. Text WTMJ to the Old National Bank. Talk and text line 855-616-1620.
0: Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ.
1: Travel Wisconsin on Wisconsin's Afternoon News is sponsored by TravelWisconsin.com. She is the travel secretary. She is the awesome Ann Sayers. Hi, Ann. Hello. All right, let's talk March because, man, we get it going big time in Wisconsin in March.
6: Yeah, we don't take March off. We keep it going.
1: (laughs) You got that right. From playing in the snow to thinking about spring, we've really, really, really got a lot going on.
3: Including a large collection of fine art in Green Bay.
6: Yes, you know, we're going to talk about some events today, and one is coming up here soon. You can head up to Green Bay this weekend to appreciate a diverse collection of works from artists and craftspeople. And the event is called Gras. It's a fine arts <laughs> festival. It's happening Saturday, March 4th, and Sunday, March 5th. About 100 artists from across the Midwest will be displaying their original pieces at the Rush Expo. You're going to see sculptures ceramics, paintings, wood carvings, and other types of gorgeous artwork. Maybe consider purchasing something, bring it home, and brighten up the home for spring. And the kids are more than welcome at Artie Gras. There's going to be some hands-on art activities available for the young ones so they can get creative, too.
1: Oh, that sounds so fun. You know, I think a lot of people think of racing as being a summer thing, but not in Wisconsin. and Florence County, there's some winter racing going on.
6: Yeah, we have something for the gearheads in March. We love celebrating winter, and that definitely applies to racing, too. You're going to want to get up to Florence County for March 11th for the Kai's Peak Uphill Truck Drag. This is a day of action-packed racing to benefit local organizations. So the thing is, modified trucks race up snow-covered ski hills for an exhilarating experience. Drag racers from five states are participating this year, and proceeds will benefit the Kai's Peak Hill Ski Hill, the local ATV and Snowmobile Club, and the Florence Volunteer Fire Department. This is the fourth annual event. They've got a new PA system this year. They've expanded parking. They've improved the viewing area. So the visitor experience just keeps getting better and better for this one.
3: And the Berkey Trail, you can experience it on two wheels this winter.
6: That's not just for skiing, this year, we're coming up now with Fat Bike Berkey. The Berkey Trail in Cable and Hayward is, of course, famous for the cross-country skiers, but for this one day, enthusiasts of fat-tire biking descend on the area to ride the trail on two wheels. You visit on March 11th to either ride a bike on the groomed snow-covered Berkey Trail or, just as cheer are on the competitors, the race offers three events for folks to choose from. I love these names. The Big Fat, that's the 47K, <laughs> the Half Fat the 21K, and the Untimed Fun Fat, the 10K Tour. Each of them starts and ends in cable. And it gives folks of varying skill levels, a chance to get out there and be a part of this rare opportunity to be on the Berkey Trail.
1: My hearing's not great, but I thought I heard your little dog.
6: Yeah, that was Dottie. She wanted to be a part of radio today.
1: That's so cute. Adorable. I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) What if we want to celebrate St. Patty's Day? Where should we go?
6: Oh, my gosh. I have ideas for you, so... It is not often a town's residents get so into a festival that they temporarily change the name of the whole town. But that's exactly what happens in New London every year for St. Patrick's Day. They take on the moniker of New Dublin for a week of festivities. The main day of activities is happening on Saturday, March 18th, with the New Dublin St. Patrick's Day Grand Parade and Irish Fest. The parade is advertised as Wisconsin's largest St. Patrick's Day parade. It, of course, has bagpipe players, marching bands, specialty performers, floats, more entertainment. In total, there's more than 100 units in that parade, so that's no joke. Afterward, you can gather in a heated tent in downtown for several hours of enjoyment. There's Irish bands, Irish food. You can sip on some beverages, browse the booths, all that's between 11 and 6. And when the day ends... New Dublin goes back to being New London for at least the next year.
1: Oh, that is so fun. You can plan your spring getaway at TravelWisconsin.com. She's with us every week. She's the Travel Secretary, Ann Sayers. So much good stuff. Ann, thank you very much.
6: Thanks for having me.
1: It is 443 at WTMJ. Del Quenga, MMAC, with us live in the studio up next. time for the Milwaukee Economy Briefing. We are joined in the studio by Dale Koinga, Senior Vice President at the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Dale, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. Good to be back. I want to ask you about the new hotel in the Deer District. We can all kind of see it going up. It's getting closer to completion.
7: Um, how big a deal is having this beautiful hotel going down there? Well, it's, it is a big deal, and it relates to a lot of big deals going on in Milwaukee. I mean, the Wisconsin Center District right here is expanding. We did a tour of that yesterday. It's really exciting. What that's going to allow, it's going to allow not necessarily more conventions uh, day for day, but it's going to be so large that they'll be able to have more than one event at one time. And what that does for the hotel is it gets them at capacity, Right. So that and all the events that we're having here. So it's good to see those hotel options, and uh, we're seeing more and more of those deals here in Milwaukee. So when we talk
1: about hotel space, you know, we have the RNC coming. We're hoping to get an all-star game, events that need a lot of hotel space. Now we're adding a couple hotels. Do we have too much hotel space? Are we still trying to add capacity? Do we not have enough? Are we about right for our size
7: city? How do we evaluate hotel room space? availability well there's there is a science to it but milwaukee is good on hotel space i mean you're always going to see more development because there's a natural evolution of always updating and bringing the newest and greatest and some of the older hotels will be repurposed for things but you know we have uh, a good hotel stock which is why we're able to secure things like the rnc talk about an all-star game also i mean we're the city of festivals as you know come mm-hmm. summertime Summerfest uh, helps fill up those hotels so you know, we're securing these sites because we have the hotel stock, but always like to see more development because we're, we're growing on that on that front and want to have more options.
3: And as we're trying to get people into the town and to stay at these hotels, a uh, lot of different stories about the airport have popped up over the past week. Uh, one of the ones I saw is that there are five runways, but now there's a plan to either get rid of or change two of them so it will be a more efficient three-runway system.
7: Yeah, that last, those other two runways just weren't being utilized, less than 1%. And with the the traffic they have there, I mean, they could utilize those three runways uh, more efficiently. So when they look at the cost to maintain those, there's other things that they want to do with that money. They have a master plan at the airport. There's also really exciting news at the airport about getting a, a cargo facility there. Um, and so a lot of that cargo traffic that's right now going down to O'Hare um, other sites to possibly get that to Mitchell airport. And that's huge for our businesses. That's huge for our consumers to have those logistic channels come through Milwaukee. So there's a lot of exciting things going out at the airport and talked to Brian there before this interview. And it's, uh, it's really exciting what they're doing there. I would, I'm going to give this plug though because this is very important is use Milwaukee airport because the more people that use Milwaukee airport, the more direct flights we have. And that's just good for your leisure, for your pleasure. It's good for business. So, uh, you know, don't don't always go down to O'Hare. Uh, use use your local airport. Use the Milwaukee Airport. It's a great airport.
1: You know what? That's a really great point. We talk about that because if you want more options, if you want more direct flights, you got to use the airport because for the airlines, it's very basic math. They decide where people are filling seats and that's where they add capacity and where they add routes. So if you want more options out of Milwaukee, you got to use Milwaukee, right? It's
7: closer, the parking's cheaper. Um, I hope they're going to fix this, but uh, I mean, O'Hare has some significant issues they're dealing with right now um, as far as a homeless population living in the airport. It was not a pleasant experience was there last time. Uh, We want to arrive in Chicago. We want a vibrant O'Hare airport as well. Um, It's nice to have an international airport. It's close, but we also want to have a vibrant uh, Milwaukee airport, and we do. It's a great experience there. It's very clean and safe, uh, reasonably priced, and so use Milwaukee Airport. How often do you fly? I fly. It's very like up and down, but probably on average, you know, there and back is two trips, obviously round trips. Yeah. So I'd say about on average four times a month.
1: Oh, so you fly um, quite a bit then? That's quite a bit if you're taking a couple trips, round trips a month.
7: Yeah, well, I mean, there's uh, the army is uh, yep. it hasn't been local for me for the last seven eight years, so that's at least a trip there and back every month. Uh, not to mention other trips in between drills and then for business travel, and then the family wants to travel, too. You yeah, exactly. Know? So we're doing a family trip. My wife gave me two criteria for our spring break. She's like, I don't want to mess with passports, and I need to be somewhere with an <laughs> average temperature of 80 degrees or above. And I Googled it. I was like, there's only one place in the country in United States that meets the criteria. Where? Key West. Oh, that's Ooh. fantastic. So, yeah, so the first time we're doing a family vacation down there. So, uh-huh. And we're using the Milwaukee Airport. That sounds awesome. Are you walk flying in the direct? The walk. Yes, walking the walk. Can you fly direct from Milwaukee Airport to Key West? Uh, you Not to Key West, no.
1: That's great, though. What a wonderful family family trip. Um, I want to go off script here and ask you about something I didn't give you any warning about because I've been reading your biography. I did last week, actually. I forgot to ask you this question. Do you mind if I ask you how you got your Bronze Star?
7: No, it's fine. So, I mean, there's two types of Bronze Stars. There's the Bronze Star for valor. Yep. And there's the Bronze Star for just doing really good things. Yep. Um, I don't have the Bronze Star with Valor, so I don't have any story about like kicking down a door and, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no Hollywood movie here. It's my still Baron a great Center. honor, though. Um, so it is probably a longer story than I have time for, but when I got to Baghdad, they said, okay, we have plenty of military intelligence officers, because I was a military intelligence. Yeah. What do you do in the civilian world? And I was like, well, I got my CPA and I have a master's of business administration from Marquette. And they said, you are the economic officer in charge of Baghdad. So I was joking with Tim the other day, Tim Sheehy. I said, I was like the president of the Baghdad chamber uh, in <laughs> uniform. So we did all microgrants for small businesses. We um, privatized state-owned enterprises. I flew out literally billionaires out there to invest in Iraq. And we had significant success. Um, and that's a whole other story. It's probably even a book. But yeah. um, for executing that and for some other missions I was on, uh, the army said you did a really, really good job, and for doing a really good job, you get the Bronze Star. So that's great. Probably not a great movie for a thirteen-year-old. Uh, like that was awesome. That's but a great that book, was, uh, though. You're right. You should write the. You should write that book. Your life. You've had
1: a lot of really interesting experiences.
7: It, that uh, Baghdad, 2008, was right up there, and probably among the most interesting. But there's a lot of experiences from that who made me who I am today. Um, the ability to work with people uh, from all different segments of America. Um, I really wish, you know, especially when I see race issues, um, it breaks my heart because if America could see your military as it is presented overseas, you would be so proud of this country and how we work together and how it's just a a great model of what America is and really proud to be part of that team then and now. And so, uh, yeah, it's a big part of my life and, uh, really appreciate what we did there.
1: Uh, good news of the week. You going to stick with Marquette, or what's your what's your deal? I know you're a big Marquette guy, and this lady next to you is also a huge Marquette. Yeah, they're oh, looking yeah. so
7: good. I could talk about that, but I'm going to put them in my pocket to talk about it in okay. future weeks. Uh, because we have a company that's moving to Wisconsin from California, and this is a fun one. It's called Sticky Lickets. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, you have my attention. Uh, <laughs> what
3: in the world does sticky lick <laughs> Well, if you just dude.
7: simply won't eat your bologna sandwich, what I do is I put a sticker on there like a puppy paw, uh, like a cartoon, and then I'm like, you really should eat your sandwich. You're like, well, eat the sticker on my sandwich. So this is geared for kids that won't eat oh. their carrots. It's a California-based company that with Wisconsin Economic Development yep. Corps and our M7 team right here at MM- MMAC, Caught their attention in Wisconsin. You know, we always got to look at clusters. So when I say a city, you tell me what it is. I say Nashville, you think country music. I say Silicon Valley, you say IT. Yep. I say New York City, you say financial services. Well, when you think Wisconsin, food and beverage is a big cluster that we have. So they recognize that. They recognize the efforts we're making a startup community. So that company's moving here. To Milwaukee. Sticky lickets. Oh, that's cool. So that's the, that's the good news of the week in our office and that. all from Milwaukee. I mean, we're attracting businesses uh, from around the country, and that's the, that's the latest and greatest one.
1: That is great news. Dale Coing is the senior vice president at MMAC. It's always fun to have you here, Dale. Thank you so much.
7: It's good to be here. Thanks.